This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Wilson has all day here. Now he's going to take a deep shot. Sutton in the end zone. And Cortland Sutton makes the catch for a touchdown. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. That's our pal Andrew Cavill on with the call this past Sunday as the Broncos take down the Chargers 24-7, to setting up a really high leverage game on Saturday night as the Broncos will visit the Detroit Lions. We will talk about that game and the rest of the slate, Week 15 in the NFL, coming up in a moment with our BetQL Network teammate, host of Inside the Betting Lions, alongside Adam Candy, Sundays from 5 to 9 p.m. Eastern, Super Bowl champion. Linebacker of the Denver Broncos, Brandon Marshall, will stop by with us here in just a moment on the show. But, Ken, before we welcome Brandon in, um, our BetQL Network team was a really cool Super Bowl champion. Uh, We do have breaking news in the National Football League as it impacts the games this weekend. And not a huge surprise. We talked about this yesterday. But it is official. Uh, The Minnesota Vikings have named... Nick Mullins, their starting quarterback for Saturday's game on the road in Cincinnati, which I think like everyone could kind of see coming after Josh Dobbs got benched in the fourth quarter of what at the time was a 0-0 game. And uh, Mullins comes in, leads them to a field goal. They win the game 3 nothing, And there was talk that the Vikings would bench Dobbs, you know, obviously prior to the game after the stinker he put up on Monday night a couple weeks ago against the Bears. So it's official, Ken. Nick Mullins starts for the Vikings on the road in Cincy. Uh, anything happening with the side in total in this game change the way you kind of think about the game? I mean, you're seeing the board light up a little bit on the game, but not anything I think that's like indicative of this announcement. I think there's just like a couple people bet Cincinnati a little bit. And so the market for this game is actually really stable still, partly because I think A, we were all expecting this and B, is there a big difference here? So it's just it's, you know, it's one of those quarterback announcements where like, okay, if it's like Tim Boyle to Zach Wilson market, you know, you figured because when Boyle was announced, the Jets got bet against. When Wilson's announced in, the Jets are going to get played on. Uh, quarterback in, Justin Herbert to Easton Stick, that was baked into the market. But people get the idea, like a, a quarterback that causes a massive difference. This market's just not going to be like that, I think. So Cincinnati's still a three and a half point home favorite in the game. There's not been a move in the market yet. Obviously, if stuff happens in the next, you know, hour or so, basically, like sometimes this stuff takes a little bit to get into the market. We'll update it then. The total in the game, 38 and a half, 39. Uh, so just like, you know, not a ton of movement, basically, based on what we've seen so far. Obviously, like doesn't doesn't mean it can't affect your handicap of the game. Like, obviously, if you think Mullins is a big upgrade over Josh Dobbs and what we've seen, then you might be more likely to bet the Vikings to win the game or bet the Vikings to cover the game. Uh, just kind of it's going to get subjective. It's going to be like, how do you do you think Nick Mullins is a big upgrade? Do you think it's do you think Josh Dobbs was really that bad? That's part of it. But yeah, the market's still holding Bengals three and a half total about thirty eight and a half thirty nine. 
And we'll talk more about this game over the course of the week. Nick Mullins, again, will start for the Minnesota Vikings coming up on Saturday. We'll get back to our handicap week 15 in the NFL coming up about 15 minutes from now. we got six games we still have to hit, including my Giants on the road at the New Orleans Saints. But right now, it is a pleasure to welcome into the show one of our newest teammates here on the BetQL Network. And I think this is kind of like a really great moment for us here on the network when you could have Super Bowl champion, member of the Denver Broncos all-decade team from last decade, starter on the Super Bowl 15 champion Denver Broncos, former NFL linebacker Brandon Marshall, be part of our network, one of our teammates. Brandon is the co-host of Inside the Betting Lines, a live betting extravaganza Sundays from 5 to 9 p.m. Eastern during all the games with our friend Adam Candy. He is on Twitter at Marsh with two H's at the end. Brandon, what's going on, man? Uh, welcome to the network, obviously. I know you've been doing the show all season, but great to have you here. So welcome from myself, Nick Costos, my co-host, Ken Barkley. It's great to have you. How's it going? Man, going pretty good, man. First of all, thank you for having me. Um, you know, it's, it's great to be a part of the team, man. So, you know, everything's going well. Brandon, I'm curious. We spent a lot of time the first hour of the show talking about both games last night. Obviously, like two really dramatic games, the Giants and, and Tommy DeVito and whatever that's going to be. They beat the Packers. But then also, like the Miami Dolphins, like a, a really surprising loss. They're up 14 with three minutes left. And I think part of our conversation was... Like, what are the Dolphins going to be the rest of the season? One of their offensive linemen, Connor Williams, was declared out for the year a little while ago. Not sure if you saw that. Tyreek Hill day-to-day with his ankle injury. You know, I think some people have thought maybe Super Bowl champ for this team. Then it's kind of like, all right, can they beat anybody good? Are they even like a good playoff? Like, where where is Miami for you kind of in the context of the AFC off last night's game? I mean, you know, for me, it's like, you know, they have a lot of flash. You know what I'm saying? They have a lot of flash, but not a lot of substance as a team. You know what I mean? So when it comes to me, I, I think obviously they have a great offense. They have talent everywhere. They even have talent, you know, on defense, you know, they have corners, you know, they, they have good um, – sorry, I got these dogs. They, they got corners. They, they have <laughs> <you> know, okay. <laughs> good defensive ends. You know, they have obviously speed everywhere, but the situation is when it comes down to it, they never win the big games, right? Last night wasn't a big game for them, but at the end of the day, it's a winnable game and they have to win that – to show, you know, who they are as far as when it, when it comes in the AFC. Also, they had a chance to, and they still have a chance to obviously get the number one seed. They lost last night, kind of hinders them on that. So, you know, to me, I never saw them as a Super Bowl contender or, you know, or even somebody who can potentially make the Super Bowl because they just cannot win the big game and they can't um, beat them. You know, first of all, they beat themselves a lot. And we certainly saw that last night, like blowing a 27-13 lead to Will Levis and the Titans at home was pretty nuts. Uh, We'll do some more games coming up. I know we'll ask you about the Broncos and the Lions game on Saturday. But just curious, Brandon, like obviously you, you played for a long time. You won a Super Bowl, all-decade team last decade for the Denver Broncos. And now you're talking about sports betting for four hours on and every single NFL Sunday on our network. Kind of like, what's that What's that transition been like? Like, talking about betting, betting on games, obviously, on Sunday, now that you're retired and no longer playing. Like, how, how are you liking it? Kind of like, how, how are you finding this whole experience right now? Well, for me, you know, I'm more the analyst. You know, I, I leave Adam Candy up, you know, to talk about all the handicapping. You know, that's that's his specialty you know my specialty is the game the in-game adjustments you know everything that involves football but you know as far as the betting aspect of it i'm learning you know what i'm saying I, i'm learning um you know i, I understand it's, it's a you know well first of all my sports betting career i'm probably you know and two with my parlays so i you know i kind of put it down you know but obviously talking to, to, to adam and you know being on the show and you know listening and locking in more I, you know, absolutely, you know, going to give it another go again. But the transition 
has been seamless as far as just talking ball because, you know, I was somebody who was, he was you know, a, a, a pretty cerebral player. You know, I understood, you know, the X's and O's. I understood what it took, you know, um, you know, to win a game or to win matchups and what happens in games, halftime, you know, different things like that. So, you know, I know the game, you know, hands down, in and out. Um, but the sports betting aspect, that's where it's like, you know, that's kind of getting me. You know, that's kind of getting me. So I'm open to any tips if y'all got any any kind of tips for me, man. I mean, just, you know, if you got anything, sure. let me know. Well, yeah, I think, you know, like if, if you think anything about any games as you're watching them and you're like, this team's about to, you know, you're watching last night, you think, you know, I think the Titans are about to come back from 14. Maybe like shoot us a text, be like, hey, I'm watching the adjustments. I'm like seeing what the coaches are doing. Vrabel's doing something, whatever, like live betting, halftime betting. This seems like this might be a area of expertise for you based on kind of what you said, your expertise, like being a player for song and being a cerebral player. As you mentioned, I, we asked you about some specific games, Brandon, but I'm, I'm sure you've been paying attention to the MVP conversation a little bit. And this goes to last night, too. Too. like Tua and Tyreek both lose Tyreek gets hurt in the game so he's unable to put up the kind of numbers that he's been putting up recently and so it seems like if you look at the betting market at least Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott are like your two big favorites for most valuable player you got Lamar Jackson behind them you have some other Josh Allen some other players behind them do you see it that way now like if I tell you Brock Purdy is going to be the MVP of the league I think I, you know I've seen some TV with a lot of players who kind of roll their eyes at that that like he can be the MVP of the league with all the players on their team where do you come down on kind of that MVP argument Dak Purdy and everybody else well, when it comes to Purdy, first of all, I'm a Brock Purdy fan, but I'm rolling my eyes too, you know, if I'm being honest with you. I'm not saying that, obviously, he's playing great. You know, let, let's, let's, let's just, you know, put that out there. He's playing great. The thing is, when you talk about most valuable player, right, the most valuable player to that team, and it's tough because when I look at the San Francisco 49ers, I look at them as almost like a plug-and-play situation at the quarterback position. Now, obviously, Purdy still has to make the throws. He still has to, you know, fit the ball in tight windows and, make certain decisions, right? But at the end of the day, I don't think Brock Purdy uh, is should be the MVP front runner. I know I think he is at this moment. You know, I'm looking more at, at like a Dak Prescott, you know, Lamar Jackson. You know, if, if, if you take those guys away from that team, you know, they probably won't make the playoffs. You know, if, if you take Brock Purdy away from the team and put Jimmy Garoppolo back in, maybe even Sam Darnold, right? I'm not saying they're going to be 10-3, and three, but they may be, you know, Eight and five, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And and that's just, you know, how I truly feel about it. So, you know, Brock Purdy is playing fantastic, man. I, I actually hope the Niners, you know, uh, you know, are playing in Allegiant Stadium over here, you know, when it comes February. But I don't think he should be uh, in the MVP conversation. You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken. I bet that made a lot of people really happy, that answer. Maybe even my co-host. You better, you bet with Nick and Ken here on Tuesday. We're talking the National Football League with our BetQL Network teammate, Super Bowl champion linebacker Brandon Marshall. You can catch him on Sundays with the Candy Man, Adam Candy, 5 to 9 p.m. Eastern time inside the betting lines here on the BetQL Network. Brandon, if the San Francisco 49ers are the best team in in your opinion, which is the second best team in football right now? Ooh, second best team, I'm going to have to go Baltimore. You know, Baltimore has a, a top two defense in the NFL. You know, I think right, I think it's the Cleveland Browns and then Baltimore as far as, you know, best defenses. You know, uh, Baltimore, they just find ways to win, right? They find ways to win. I, I think Lamar Jackson's playing extremely well this year. Um, they know how to run the football. And to be honest with you, they just know how to win. And they have good special teams. So I'm going to go Baltimore second. And uh, I think, you know, that Baltimore, I can't wait for that Baltimore-San Francisco matchup. 
in, coming in uh, next week. I, I really can't wait for that. It's going to be a, a, a battle of heavyweights, so we're going to really see where they are. And the thing about Lamar Jackson, he's 19-1 against NFC teams, right? So he's had their number. So, you know, as far as, you know, whatever he plays the NFC team, you saw what he, what he did against the Lions earlier this season. So, you know, right now I'm, I'm going to have to give it to Baltimore cause, just because they find ways to win. Brandon, let me ask you about the, the Broncos game coming up on Saturday. Obviously, all three games on Saturday pretty interesting, but the night game has a, a ton of intrigue. Denver obviously has a chance to make the playoffs still uh, in a few weeks, can obviously win some games here, beat the Chargers at the end of the year again, might find themselves in the playoffs, and the Lions kind of kind of struggling as late. I think a lot of betters, Brandon, look at this as an opportunity for the Lions to kind of get back on track. They have a home game. Like Jared Goff has not been very good on the road this year. So the betters have been betting the Lions out, so they were favored by about four, four and a half. Now it's like a five and a half point spread so a lot of interest in the lions and i think what's perceived as a bounce back situation do you see it that way the broncos have played really well the last few weeks really the last couple months if i tell you the lions have to win this game by a touchdown basically to cover the spread what kind of game do you see on saturday night you know look one thing about the broncos man they, they've been a tough out you know they've uh they've created a lot of turnovers within the past you know five games or four games you know uh, i want to say they're are they six in six in you know, six and seven in their last, you know, uh, out of the last seven games, right? They won six out of the last seven. You know, at first they was giving up, I want to say, 36 points per game on defense, and they've literally only been giving up 17 points. This team is a tough out. They're playing good defense. They're turning the ball over. And, uh, you know, Russell Wilson is making, you know, good sound plays. Now, I guess Houston obviously threw three interceptions, so – you know, that kind of hindered him a little bit. But at the end of the day, this team is playing fantastic, right? Now, obviously, if you look at things objectively, you think, and we know the Lions are a better team. They're absolutely a better team, for sure. They have more talent. They're a better team. But at the end of the day, I think you just can't discount the way that the Broncos are playing and how hot they are right now and what the kind of streak that they're on. You know, ultimately, they got to go in Detroit and win the and win a football game, right, which is tough. Okay, the, the Lions are a tough team, and the Lions are actually one of the best teams in the NFC and in the NFL. So it's going to be a tough game. But uh, I can, you know, I can absolutely see the Lions still winning. You know, I think the Broncos could still, you know, after the last four games, I think they can win three of them. Got Patriots, Chargers, Raiders, Lions. I can think they can go three out of four, you know, and end up being what ten and seven. I can absolutely see that. I think that can happen. Um, but the Lions gonna have to bring their lunch pail to work because the, the Broncos won't be an easy out. Brandon, in, in ten seconds, if the Lions win the game, will they win the game by six points or more, or will it be a close game? It'd be a close game. Oh, I think Broncos close country. Game. I think Broncos country. Yeah, no, let's I ride. Think, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be a close game just because they've only been getting up 17 points per game. They've been, you know, shutting the run down. They've been playing good on defense, so it'll be a close game. Listen, we, I, I want to have you on a lot more because this is this is really awesome to get like the player perspective, especially because you played so recently. Like, so we definitely want to yeah. do this a lot more. Now, look, you don't have to be right about this, Brandon, in order for us to have you back on the show like next week, even, but it wouldn't hurt. Pick the winner of the game on Sunday here. And about we only have about 30 seconds left here. Pick the winner okay. of the game on Sunday and tell us why in 30 seconds. The Bills or the Cowboys in Buffalo? 30 seconds for the answer. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going Bills. I'm going Bills because I still don't, I'm still not a, a full believer in, 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 uh, in the Cowboys yet. I know they beat the Eagles, but I'm going Bills. Bills are in desperation mode. I think the Bills get it done. It's amazing, right? How like so, Brandon, right? Former, what won a Super Bowl championship? Telling you, like, doesn't yeah. believe in Miami, 
doesn't believe in Dallas, and there are a lot of betters and fans that feel the exact same way that Brandon does. Brandon, this was awesome, man. It's great to have you on our team, and look, like, here's the problem, right? You come on the show, and you're really good, and you bring a great perspective, and uh, and now we're going to ask you to come back on, like, next week. So we look forward uh, to that, I'm man. Really hope, well, I, I hope so. That's cool. That's cool. Really yeah, awesome. We hope so. That, all right. Uh, he's on Twitter, at Marsh with two H's at the end, and be sure to catch him along with the candy man, Adam Candy, 5 to 9 p.m. Eastern time, NFL Sundays with Inside the Betting Lines. Brandon, appreciate it, man. Enjoy the games this weekend. Have a great show, and we'll talk to you real soon, all right? Sounds good. You too. Have a good one. Brandon Marshall here with us on You Better, You Bet. I, I thought that was pretty cool. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. And, uh, we, and we definitely got to get Brandon back on the show. Good stuff. Uh, coming up next, Ken and I continue our handicap of Week 15 in the National Football League with P squared, B squared, and we will start with the battle for the Bay, Green Bay, and Tampa Bay. We'll be right back with You Better, You Bet, presented by Ben MGM. 